Hello and welcome to This Dummy, a podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I have beef with Demi Lovato and Mariah Carey, try the crabs with Ross Matthews and Billy Eichner, and enjoy some tea with Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift. It's about to be a what? Girl fight. Hey! What's happening? Nothing much. What's going on? Nothing. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to a after dark version. Yeah. Of this dummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's good? Hey, I just got back from uh, my weekend in Vegas. Did you lose it all? Basically, yeah. Oh. Right, pretty much. I'm just going to cut straight to the chase. Took Broke, the bus back busted home. in power. Broken, busted, yeah. busted down, but had a really good time. Well, the journey is is all that matters. That's really all that matters. Is the journey to bankrupt that is 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 really you know is is at the heart of it all. That's right. Warm, chocolatey center. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, uh, Vegas was really good. Um, we got in some fun times, played a little slots, uh, did a little uh, buffeting. Now. Have you been? Have you done any of the buffets in Vegas? I've done some of the buffets. I know you love a buffet, a Vegas I buffet. I love, love a buffet at Vegas, and I think that I finally found the best, hands down, in Vegas. Which one? Which is the one, the one at Caesar's Palace. Have you ever had that one? Mm, no. Okay, I, it's called Bacchanal. Okay. And it's the Baca Bomb. It's it's got everything that you could ever hope and want for. It I sounds mean, but, depraved already. <laughs> it is just decadent indulgence and it's fantastic. But you know, like the thing about these buffets, now they it's not like a, a $12.99, you know, um Golden Corral situation. This is a $50 brunch that we're talking about per person. So you have to go in with a strategy about how you're gonna eat. Cause you gotta get you gotta get them before they get you. I mean, that's a whole that's fifty dollars, you know? Yeah. Which is so a lot of food. I, $50 is a lot of food anywhere. It's a, a like a mountain of food at a buffet. Exactly. You have to maximize your benefit. So you got to know you have to have a strategy in place so you you get the most bang for your buck. So what is the strategy? Are there layers? What, there there are layers, like there are different like phases and things like that cuz I kind of took it to like a supermarket sweep strategy. Remember that show? Yes, I do. I always wanted to be on that show. You're, I, not, you're not racing the other buffet goers. I, you're not racing the other buffet goers, but like, because like in supermarket sleep, uh, sleep, sleep, I'm, I'm supermarket sleeping. Mm-hmm. But in supermarket sweep, you had to have yourself a strategy so you could amass the most money, but without dragging the heaviest stuff in your cart. Right. So, you know, you had to be on point. Like it was like, you got to get that beluga caviar. You got to get that truffle oil. You have to get that industrial grade expensive detergent, and then you got to grab one of those like inflatable, uh, like Mister Clean balloons for the extra like five hundred dollars. You know, you had to have your strategy ready, and that's right. basically what I did at the buffet as well. So you got the caviar, the Fabergé eggs, basically. Well, you have to start out like you got to you, you can't. Okay, so they try to get you. They try to get you, and they get you, and they got you. 
but you cannot go for any starchy foods. So don't get don't get a baguette. Don't try to go for the croissant. Don't get a stack of waffles. Food. Okay. Don't don't do a waffle because that's just going to fill you up, and then you're going to be down for the count. You have to go straight for the purse. You got to get that seafood. So you got to get some shrimps, the crab legs, and well, there was no lobster tail, but they had some crawfish up in there too. I didn't really, I actually didn't go for the crawfish. I went straight for the shrimp and the crab legs though to start off with. See, I had a really bad sushi experience in Vegas a number of years ago, so I got a major side eye for seafood in the desert. Oh, okay. Well. But what was it like baking in the sun? What did you do to the, no, was the sushi? You know, I was going through this phase. A lot of young people go through it where you just like sushi is your jam and you love sushi mm-hmm. in every form it comes in. And I thought right. that I could handle anything. And I went there with a friend of mine and we'd been doing a lot of drinking beforehand. And he was like, I know this great sushi place just off the strip. And we went and I ordered something called the Grand Canyon Roll. Uh oh. Have you heard of this? Okay. And it combined two things that I thought that I loved. One was uh, sushi, which is, had always been good to me up until that point, and um, mushrooms. Okay, see, that wasn't the Grand Canyon roll. That was like the volcano roll. It was the volcano roll. Um, <laughs> don't get ahead of me. Um, okay. Sorry, so the sorry. sushi roll, came, it was like $30, first of all. It was very expensive. It came, it was enormous, and it wasn't just mushrooms on it. It was like a cream of mushroom soup. Ooh. That was poured over what? the top of it. And I was like, I just paid $30 what is, for this. What bag. in the green bean casserole sushi roll? It was a eating? sushi casserole. And I was like, I just paid all this money for this thing. I was, what, 25 maybe. And I was like, so I'm going to, I'm going to eat this thing you, because you I, had to commit. You had to commit. Yeah. I wasn't winning at the slots or at the tables. And that $30 meant something to me. So I was going to eat the whole thing. Like, how bad could it be? And I knew after the first bite, it wasn't for me. But I ate maybe two thirds of it, and then we went on about our our like weekend in Vegas that night, and I lost my cookies all over Caesar's Palace. As a matter oh, of fact, oh my goodness, there was a giant plush elephant that I <laughs> put my personal Banksy stamp on. There was a fountain I fell into. Oh no! Like there were pieces of me all over the lobby in Caesar's Palace. Oh man! And my experience, my relationship with sushi, with sushi ever since has not been the same. And now I can like that's why I don't mess with a roe. I don't like a spicy mayo. I don't like Mm-mm. sushi with any sort of fancy adornments, ungarnished or the cream cheese. I never understand I mean, that Philadelphia roll. Yeah, and people it's not really authentic. really testify for that role but i'm not here for like the cream cheese rice situation is i'm I'm not interested no but see me in my 20s would have been all about it sushi in every form and now i only do like clean sashimi and uh rolls that are are, like really fresh they don't have space, and i only go to nobu and i only spend a hundred dollars yeah well i i actually uh paused on the sushi uh at the at the buffet too but just because i it, it it's so easy like sushi is just so available everywhere. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pause on the sushi. Right. So after uh, my tour of the seafood section, I decided to, I still started to make it international though. Cause I went to the, like the, the like Chinese section, they have like a full on bought like Chinese food section. And you know, the thing is there are a lot of Chinese nationals that are tourists in Vegas. So you know that Caesars had to kind of come correct with the Chinese food that they were offering. Their sure. offerings had to be on point because people would be up in arms. Right. So that was round two, had some dim sum dumplings, had some uh, glass noodles of some sort. I even had a bowl of congee. I mean, I really did it up. I really just, wow. 
walk the entire Great Wall, basically. Was this a stretch pants situation? You basically are right on the money. I definitely had an elastic waistband. But here's right. the thing. Like, you can't really overdo it. I mean, like, you have to have, like, it is about portion control, right? Oh, and you have to have your tastes and your bites. And you also have to make sure you're drinking plenty of water. you got to stay hydrated. Sure. Yeah. You know. I've seen those hot dog eating contests. You have to drink a lot, drink a lot of water. <laughs> right. Exactly. You have to just keep yourself. You have to keep everything lubricated so everything's going down nice and smooth you know um see but, now i yeah. don't know if i could do all that and then step on a plane so oh, i i this was this was the day before i okay. didn't i didn't do this this morning yeah i i had a full 24 hours to digest after this because yeah that would that would have been an issue right but i must say that the, the best part of the meal they actually had little bite-sized bowls of like cheese grits with a little cute piece of like thick cut bacon on there that so they, wonderful. they knew they knew who, like who their audience was they and they saw you like, coming you know, was a plus right that sounds lovely. so yeah it was good so yeah i we treated ourselves to a buffet and then we uh saw a show we went and saw la rev at the win and that was just like you know a very the definition of what a spectacular is i mean la rev is one of takes, the cirque du soleil's no it's it's like a cirque du soleil kind of knockoff basically <laughs> basically i don't know how, how else to describe it but i mean it, it takes place in this like theater in the round and there's like there's a stage that like is like a pool it's like it a complete like the entire stage is like in immersed in water so it's basically like this waterworks spectacular but i mean there's like synchronized swimming and acrobatics and like flamenco dancers Hmm. Yeah, all, all this in like one package. It was basically the theatrical form of the buffet that I went to earlier. <laughs> Pretty right. much. Okay. Pretty much. There was a lot going on, but people, like everyone was swimming. And I guess like they would go underwater. And I think that I saw a documentary about it like a couple years ago, but they have like oxygen masks underwater so they can actually breathe, you know, as they're like going down and up and down and up. But don't be a smoker or have bronchitis because you definitely have to be you know, at the top of your breath control game, you know. Well, that's hard to do in Vegas since you can smoke everywhere. Oh, pretty much. Everything no in Vegas smoking. smells like and like cigarettes and Axe body spray. So yeah, if you have asthma. Basically, like a, basically you, it smells like an old, stale, cool. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. Oh, the Axe body spray was out of control this weekend. Apparently it was like some sort of edm festival this weekend it's always so, some sort of edm festival it is always it, there's always some sort of edm convention like all the all the children from san bernardino are just ready to get you know yeah to do shots that's and the thing about but, vegas it's like edm everywhere and you're never more than a quarter turn from a fedora store oh for sure but no they've changed the game now because they, they weren't really rocking for fedoras it was like you know all the dudes were rocking like like ironically like short shorts and like of course a tank top for the gun show and they were all like carrying those like camelbacks so i guess they could stay like hydrated or intoxicated for the entire for the entire duration of their right like, those Vegas. camelbacks are full of red bull and vodka exactly and like well you know i did notice that like, if you really want to go in like sort of like you know, figure out if a trend is truly over and dead, you go to Vegas because if the majority of people are wearing or rocking it, just burn it, burn right. it now. Right. And it's done. Exactly. So unfortunately, like a lot of the guys, they're like rocking undercuts and like a part, oh, a side part. Done. So over. basically I'm like, what do I do with myself now? What do I do? 
<laughs> and you start over. Back I to the drawing board. You know what? You got to well, stop I, listening to Blurred Lines, too, because that's playing everywhere oh, in Vegas. Basically, it was yeah. all about the Blurred Lines. It was a, a Calvin Harris, like, mega mega mix playing. Yeah. I think, I think, I think I'm going to just switch it up and just rock that, like, uh, Jerry Cur- Curl mullet that uh, Sam Jackson had in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I'm really going to just take it. The complete opposite of what i was doing before i can't Show the wait to see the vegas strip populated by jerry curls when i go back there that'll be the next <laughs> thing the jerry curl hot, back. hot jerry curl shoes is activator still available in the states i don't know or do you have to go like some like remote you know like african village that's like you know 20 years behind the times they're just like they're just getting activated right, right now right they're just draping towels over the back of their, their easy mm-hmm. chairs. Like they just got word about Soul Glow. Yeah, they just got it. You definitely have to Amazon that if you want it here in the States. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll, they'll ship flammable goods in the mail, though. <laughs> you have to declare it. <laughs> so yeah, I might have to, have to pick it up like on like, you know, my next, uh, uh, my next trip to Sally Hansen or something. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to take it into the pool with you. Definitely not. No. Mm-hmm. BP oil slick. Yeah. Don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Wow. Yeah. I was in Vegas for like a month in October for work. And it was, I think, staying at the MGM, which is where you stayed, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, the MGM's a nice hotel. It's fine. I really like the MGM. It is really nice. Yeah. But 36 hours is the maximum amount of time to spend in Vegas. That's really all you need. That's yeah. All you if need. you're going to be there any longer, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how people do it for like a week. Like, like, does anyone go to Vegas for a week? Number one, you'd be completely, I mean, you'd be filing for bankruptcy after yeah. like the, the fourth day. Right. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I can't imagine like trying to, to gamble and play and like go out. And, no, no. Yeah. Forget all it. you need is. A day and a half. Unless you're doing a residency there, get in and get out. You know, that's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, of course, Brittany is there. I wonder, like, what her, like, hotel or, like, living arrangement setup is like there. It must be real, real nice. Now, I know that she probably just flies back to Calabasas, mm-hmm. like, after a show. Like, they just, like, put her on a nice little Learjet and she just jets off back to LA. Right. But, but for those I mean, I'm three sure or four that days she, that she's there, like in a row consecutively, she probably stays there a few nights a week. Yeah, I bet you that suite is nice. Like private infinity pool and just all all the fixings. Yeah. But you know, all of those different hotels have different taste sensibilities. So I imagine that's true, but- Britney Spears is like very planet Hollywood nice. You know, mm-hmm. which I so don't. it looks like the set of like the real world Vegas. Exactly. No, but I'm sure she's got a nice situation set up there. Why don't they like? I would love to watch a show because like, there's so many people that are doing you know Vegas residencies now. Mariah's there, Brittany's there, of course Celine is there. What Celine? Celine's got to have a nice setup in Caesars. She's actually in a palace, the yeah. Caesar Palace, like a glass p- palace, like at the top of Caesar somewhere. Yeah. I wish they would do like a show that would just feature that, like the suites of the stars or like the hotel rooms of the stars. Like what? Where's Robin yeah, Leach at? Like why true. is he doing lifestyles of the rich and famous? Let's people? resurrect cribs for that. Just for people doing residencies. Can Mariah please do cribs part two where she just kind of like walks through a hotel suite. It's probably in her docuseries. Oh, it probably is. Yeah. yeah. When is that coming on? That's I coming up no soon. Idea. I got to check our local listings. Now I have a new reason to tune in. 
That's right. Yeah. Well, I guess I, is Mariah vegetarian? <laughs> she, uh, I think she's a champagneitarian. Okay. Well, apparently there's some beef. There's some beef Oof. between her and Demi. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you mentioned this because. Can somebody get this girl a seat? Can Demi Lovato just sit the fuck down and stay out of grown folks' business? Uh-oh. So what happened? Well, apparently somebody... I, I want to believe that she was baited into standing up for her friend, but really this didn't have anything to do with Demi Lovato. Someone posted mm-hmm. on Instagram or on Twitter a picture of Mariah from the 90s side-by-side to um, Ariana Grande. A picture of her sort of striking the same pose. And the caption was, I think, like, when you order it online versus when it shows up in real life or something like Uh, that. uh, So what what are they trying to say? I guess they're trying to say that Mariah's the real deal and Ariana Grande Uh, is when you get hoodwinked when you open the package at home and it's not as seen on TV. Oh, no. Like a Pluchi. Yeah. And then uh, someone tagged Demi Lovato in it to see what she had to say. And she said, uh, basically, that they had it the wrong way around. And that Ariana Grande was the real deal. And Mariah Carey was the the bamboozlement. (sighs) Now, I mean, what can you even say about this? There's really nothing to say. Moving on. No, I I mean... (laughs) You're right. I think the kids just want a little, I don't know. No, it's like, no, no, no. Nobody asked her for her two cents. Nobody asked her to chime in. Nobody out there was asking Demi Lovato if she could spare any change. Certainly not over this issue. Mm-mm, not at all. Now, Ariana Grande, I'm not mad at. We've talked about her. She's fine. She's talented. She's pretty. She mm-hmm. sings fine. She can stay. Nobody's going to take that away from her. But Mariah Carey, especially young Mariah Carey, is a legend. Right. You can't take that away from her. And you can't shade her. No. You can't no, no, do no. that. You you can't do that. No. I guess, you know, Demi's probably upset because she probably spent like a couple, a grip on her bridesmaid's dress for Iggy Azalea's wedding. And now it's canceled. Then well, maybe she's just letting off some steam. Right. And she's, you know, coming out of her own failed romance as well with Wilder Ramarama. <laughs> so maybe she just got it was like she was really in her feelings and that's what caused this i don't think so because she's always getting into other people's business she's always really in other people's business and she and ariana grande need to be grateful that there's anybody out there buying their off-brand pop music anyway because mm-hmm. like mariah's pepsi whitney's coca-cola and demi and ariana are basically cactus cooler a shasta they're shasta lights Eat that. You don't even give them any sugar. They have to, and and, and then you know the Splenda's an off-brand. Nothing, because I'm. I will. I two-stepped to cool for the summer last year. I was. I showed up for that. But aside from that, I can't. I can't name a Demi Lovato single. Single, and now I wait, can't. No, I, I can't name an I'll, Ariana Grande single. Now wait a minute. Uh, what's that one? A harder break. Give your heart a break. That's kind of when she broke through, and that kind of was my secret. Like. Bopping jam. Yeah, I remember you posted a Facebook I was like, this status update. She can, she's like a baby Aguilera. That's the land she's trying to gun for. But honestly, like Mariah Carey has two decades of platinum albums. Yeah, you don't, you can't beef with the queen. You can't. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Demi, what's your superpower? Arianda, what are you bringing? I can't. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you guys are cute. Well, 
but I mean, I guess really like out. I guess the theme of this weekend is Twitter beef because did you read this thing about Billy Eichner going off on Ross Matthews? Now that was funny. Okay, that was so funny. basically. Um, Ross is featured in this new Capital One commercial where he basically interviews people on the street, a la kind of Billy Eichner's Billy Eichner on the street. And Billy was really not having having it. He went to Twitter and was basically like, stop the presses. This is a ripoff. F you Ross and F you Capital One. Did you see the commercial? Because I haven't seen it. Let's go to it, shall we? Sure. <laughs> I'm out here on the street trying to help people find out if they are Team Quicksilver or Team Venture. So I'm going to play a little rapid fire with you. Hiking boots or loafers? Hiking boots. Hmm, why? More adventurous. What is your style? Classic, simple, or more trendy? Trendy. Joy, look at him. Unlimited biscuits or off the leash for one day? <laughs> Interesting. We can okay. Plan. Okay, so does Billy have a case in small claims or what? No, he does not. And maybe, because I like Billy Eichner, I'm a big fan of Billy on the Street. One of our good Mm -hmm. friends, uh, Louis Fertel, was a writer on um, Billy on the Street this past Mm -hmm. season. He's a good thing going, but he does not own the concept. And neither does Ross. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. I mean, Jay Leno did that shit for years. It's called jaywalking. Yeah, so, and that's what basically Ross was arguing. Well, he was basically saying that he's kind of been in the game for 15 years and he's been interviewing people for that long. So, Ross Matthews has not been around for 15 years. Oh, but you know what? He has. He was Ross the intern on on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. That just broke my heart. Like, he's been around since like 2000. He's had a, he, he's got, he's got, He's legit. He's a little bit, he's long in the tooth in terms of like his entertainment age. I mean, I did notice though, he's got gray hairs now. And I was like, when did that happen? Because I was still thinking Ross, the intern was an intern. No, Ross is not like Ross, the intern anymore. Ross is like the, the middle-aged man. Wow. I don't, I I don't like that story. Yeah. I mean, it's like, can't we all just get along y'all? Yeah. I mean, he's out there trying to get a check. He's hosting that um that basic cable celebrity uh, morning talk show, uh, right, like Hollywood with, Now or whatever with Garcelle Bouvet. That's right, and then there's like a couple other people involved in it too, right? Yeah, Holly Robinson Pete is on there sometimes. Okay, yeah, so he's kind of doing that kind of like View Entertainment thing over Hollywood and Highland or something. Isn't that where they're taped at Hollywood and Highland? Yeah, it's really weird because isn't it like isn't that the old defunct Ryan Seacrest show studios? No, because I, I, I do remember that on air with Ryan Seacrest. That used to actually tape at Hollywood and Highland. Why am I an expert on this <laughs> this talk show? But the one that they do, yeah, the one that they do tapes across the street from the Pantages Theater, which is on Hollywood and Argyle, which is a bus oh. stop. Oh, <laughs> it's a bus stop, and I've watched that show. You can see it on Hulu. I don't know if it even airs on television, but I've seen it on Hulu and it's on YouTube and there's always a bus like effing up the shot. Well, yeah, there's always, yeah, there's always that Metro just crossing, yeah. crossing the street. Go right Metro. The there. Jacking up the sound situation. Oh no. Oh man. Well, they're just like a little fledgling show. Maybe. Is it any good? It's fine. And you know what? It's perfect for Ross. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's, hey, a check is a check. Like you said, he's doing that. He's doing Drag Race. Oh, you know, uh, Battle of the Stars is finally coming back in what August. Did you read about that? What is this? No. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Oh. 
is back. Great. Season two, finally, August 25th. Mm-hmm. So they're coming back. Are you excited? Did you Have you caught up with all the seasons, or where are you at in the sort of, like, drag race I've season? I've dipped in and out. I'm going to need to find out. Uh, the cast hasn't been announced. The cast has already been announced, too. Okay. So do you want to hear about who's ha- what's yeah, happening, who's, who's doing it? Fifi O'Hara, Ginger Minge, Roxy Andrews, Katia Detox, mm. Alaska, Tatiana, Coco Montrese, Adore Delano, and Alyssa Edwards rounds out the cast. I don't recognize any of those names. So you don't know any of these people. So you're completely All-star what? I have no idea. I need to go back and familiarize myself. Yeah, you got to really kind of get yourself briefed on like who are the, you know, who are the queens? Who's the one to take it? Maybe we should start recapping Drag Race. Mm. Okay, maybe not. Yeah, okay. that, that show feels a little <laughs> inaccessible to me. You don't feel like we could give a, 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 an astute commentary on the queens? I don't know. I think that the we contour. could. I just feel like I can never oh. get to that show. Why? Because Logo is like in like the 800s of your cable It is box? in the 800s. Yeah, it's not on Hulu. Yeah, it's really hard to find. But That's I mean, the, the thing is, is like, it's been how, how long has Logo been around now? Like seven years, eight years? I think mean, they've done eight seasons of Drag Race, right? And you always have to get like a specialty sort of like a, like cable package to actually get it. You get like Logo, you get like National Geographic Explorer and like, I don't know, like the Knitting Channel. Like, right. And then like 400 other channels that you don't need just to watch Logo. Anyways, what else is going on here? It's hot. That's what's happening. It, is it hot where you are? Because it was a 107 disrespectful degrees today. Yeah, it is. It is quite hot. In yeah. the studio here where I'm at. So it's the season. It's summer. It's the summer season. I know. But what happened to June gloom? We're supposed to be in June gloom in Los Angeles. That's what happens. June gloom is like mm. a, it's a fun way to say that it's going to be overcast in June. So you can get a couple more weeks out of your Joy Behar cardigans if that's your job. That's right. Yeah. Well, you better just you better snap that cardigan off and get your uh, spaghetti straps going. I know. I got to get my summer body together. <laughs> It's not fair. <laughs> I was like supposed negative, to be time. You've got negative three weeks. It was supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen. Oh, man. You know what I did this weekend? I saw um, Finding Dory. Oh. Does that mean anything to you? Did you see, find, see Finding Nemo? I No, I haven't. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not on board here. I'm not on board with on, on the Pixar train. I'm sorry. Yeah, was wow. Dory good? Dory was good. Dory was good, but I, like I didn't have any sentimental attachment to it because I don't. I feel like I probably did see Finding Nemo, but I don't have a, mm-hmm. a specific memory of it. Oh, so you don't even know where if I Nemo was found or not? I just so know that go like see Dory? I can go and sit there in the dark and in the east in the AC and forget that the world is on fire around me for two and a half hours. See, well, you know, I've already told you that I. I had to go and see The Conjuring. Now, I saw that, and I did that last weekend. And how did that work out for you? Well, of course, it scared the bejesus out of me. Uh, it was really, really good. Better of than course, the first? I, was, um, I think it was on par with the first. Like, I would say... I would say it was just about equal to the first in terms of, like, the frights and, and the scares. Um, you know, Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson, back, you know... 
doing all their paranormal activities. That's what's really going on here, because you love Patrick <laughs> Wilson. And now this all makes perfect okay. sense to me. Okay, that's true. Very true. How could you not love Patrick Wilson after Angels in America? Tell me. Well, Tell me. All right. And I do appreciate the fact that, okay, so this this one, the sequel takes place in like the 70s at some point in time. And Patrick Wilson is like, you know, he's a part of this like married couple who goes and like fights ghosts, basically. And um, he was giving me like a rockabilly Elvis kind of look this uh, in the sequel. and But I was really appreciative of the costume department because they did put him in some form-fitting flares. So mm-hmm. that was a plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the costume was actually Super funny. Supernatural. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, was supernatural. Um, the costuming was great all around because Vera Farmiga, like she was rocking her best little like two-piece cardigans looking like a born-again evangelical Sunday school teacher who also, you know, basically fights the poltergeists on the side. All right, um, I'm into that. It was good. And they just they just uh, announced that this a spinoff to the sequel is coming out called The Nun. And The Nun was in this one, and this was like one of the main kind of demons that they had to fight. And she, it, it was like, so creepy and there's like this one scene with his painting i'm not going to spoil it for you i think you should go and see it oh i don't know i think you should go and see it anyway i'm not gonna spoil it for it but there was one scene that was just like ah like really really super scary and of course i was like talking to the screen telling vera to get away you know Mm -hmm. it was good really good well nobody got scared at my screening of finding dory it was perfectly lovely. I went in the middle of the afternoon because when it was hottest and it was a, a theater full of little children boohooing and ha haing and it was great. Well, that's good. It was good. I, you know, did, it, was, they, it wasn't in, like an inside out or anything, but it was good. Those Pixar mov- movies work. They get in there and they manipulate your emotions and the next thing mm-hmm. you know, you're invested. That's right. And then you get like a Dory plush doll sitting on your bed. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> how did this happen? How did that get there? I forget. Dory Power of suggestion. Yeah. Now, did, now what, what was the title? Was it Searching for Dory? Did Dory get lost Finding Dory. She did okay. get lost. Finding Dory. Okay. That's the thing. I didn't, I don't remember seeing uh, Finding Nemo, but I remember Dory's character as voiced by Ellen DeGeneres was suspicious mm-hmm. with like short-term memory loss. I remember that, and I thought they're going to do a sequel based on this character. How tedious. Like, who wants to watch a fish go, like, not know where she is every five minutes for two hours? That sounds awful. Right. But, you know, they, they made it work. And a couple weeks ago, like, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I went to go see uh, The Little Mermaid live at the Hollywood Bowl with a live orchestra. And maybe I was just primed for, like, an animated underwater adventure because that was just lovely. Like, The Little Mermaid is my jam. Finding Dory, I thought, okay, well, I can get down with that. But for the uh, Little Mermaid thing, they had Sarah Bareilles was there, and she was singing all of the Ariel songs. And Titus Burgess was there playing Sebastian the Crab, stealing the show. And it was great. Of course. And they had uh, Rebel Wilson was Ursula. But honestly, for my money, Titus could have done Ursula as well, and it would have been great. That's right. Like Rebel can take a seat. Yeah, Rebel can Titus take a seat. can play all the roles, all, all the, the parts. Roles. Yeah, uh, but that was really fun. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. So Dory just ends up getting lost because she forgets about it. Forgets about where she is. Is that basically what you're telling me? So it's basically so maybe you know Julianne Moore might start tweeting because wasn't that well? Yeah. Julianne Moore was in Still Alice, <laughs> right. and she had the Alzheimer's, and like 
that one like tragic scene where she like was like looking through the house because she can't find the bathroom because she forgot about it. anyway. Ugh. Yeah, that's basically it. Still basically, Dory. Basically, it's still Dory. Still Dory. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the plot is that like Dory has a family, but she got lost when she was a kid and somehow ended up somewhere around the world and then somehow remembered that she had a family but couldn't remember where they were. So she's trying to get back mm. to her family. You know, Portia de Rossi is Australian. I always for- I always forget that. Yeah, and her name is like Amanda Roberts or something like that. And she's apparently forgotten her accent because she doesn't have one. Don't bring it up. What does she get? Is, is that like a like a sensitive issue for her? Does she? Well, she in like interviews where it's I'm like, aren't you Australian, mate? And she's like, don't talk to me like that. Someone handed her a Vegemite sandwich and she like <laughs> snapped their neck. She mule kicked them. Oh, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. Hmm. Portia de Rossi. What is she doing? She's on scandal. I think she's she's on scandal. Yeah, she's working. She's working that like. <laughs> asymmetrical bob <laughs> that's right speaking yeah. of asymmetrical bobs and working lady gaga is apparently going to be replacing beyonce in a star is born that was an expert transition <laughs> that was, that was I actually wonderful like my, well i well you didn't really like the mariah vegetarian question i led right up into the demi thing yeah. right? but you were you weren't really here for it i had too many feelings <laughs> you yeah you you just like shot right out of the out of, out of the gate on that one yeah Damn you had Lovato. to express your opinions and another thing and another thing um lady gaga stars born this makes sense to me i'm fine with this mm-hmm. i mean she seems perfectly suited to follow in the footsteps of judy garland and barbara streisand that's fine yeah I it makes more sense to me than beyonce why because you were afraid that it was going to be another obsessed but like the musical version? I wish it was going to be another Obsessed. I'd have petitioned harder for it. The thing is, I feel like if they did an Obsessed 2, it would do really well at the box office. Wait, did, did Obsessed 1 do anything at the box office? Or was it just us in the movie theater? I forgot. <laughs> I feel like it was a full theater. Um, it was a full theater. People, I think, enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it did okay in the box office, but I know that it killed in home video. That's right. I feel like everyone watches it on like demand and like in their hotel rooms. Yeah. For whatever reason. They should do an Obsessed too. Uh, yeah. Maybe, well, maybe that's why she quit. She's too busy prepping for Obsessed too. Maybe. I think that the she dropped out is because she's really gunning for that Oscar trophy. Mm-hmm. And so she's not going to do anything that unless it's going to guarantee her that spot. Because well, she was I, for sure attached. I, I have it on good authority from Warner Brothers Insiders that she was attached to be in A Star is Born. Right. And who was supposed to direct, though? Because it wasn't it, um, it, it Clint was, Eastwood was supposed to direct, right? Yeah, it was Clint Eastwood for a second. But I guess it just it languished too long in development over at Warner Brothers. And then Clint Eastwood dropped out to do Jersey Boys or something like that. And then Bradley Cooper s- stepped in. Which is when hmm. I lost interest. Yeah, but you know what? I just saw them in those paparazzi photos, like riding around on that motorcycle. Right. And I felt like, oh, that that looks like they're having a great time. Was she in the side? There. Was she in the sidecar? Yeah, she was in like a little sidecar. And actually, like, and then he like pressed the button and detached, and then she like, <laughs> went down like a hill, and he went the other way, like they forked <laughs> off into the road. Right. She's back in the I'll egg like, all over. I love Batman and Robin or something. Yeah. Oh, that would be wonderful. And then that was the movie. <laughs> they were shooting a scene. And that was, they were basically, yeah. That Stars Born is, yeah, they're doing like an action, an action thriller remake of that. Movie. Right. Jackie Chan is in it as well. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't know if I'll see this, but I know Lady Gaga thinks that she's she's a big time actor now. Well, she's won an Emmy. Was it an Emmy or is it a Golden Globe? Oh, she's won a Golden Globe. Right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll see how she does with the Emmys. They're coming up. They are coming up soon. Have, have the nominations come out yet? No. The nominations haven't, but the ballots, I think, were announced over the weekend. Okay. She's okay, nominated. So, She's nominated for that song she lost the Oscar for, that uh, Diane yes. Warren deal. Right. Okay, so we'll see what happens here. You know, maybe. Whatever. She should just be focused on that album. Give us an album. Give us an album. Give us some tunes. Make it good. Remind us why you're here in the first place. And then mm-hmm. work. Then go do your extracurricular activities. Yeah. But before you get her new album, I think you're going to get uh, another Lady Gaga Tony Bennett collab. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you. well, you're just going to have to deal with that. I guess so. Because it's happening. Well, he's a little long in the tooth. She's probably like, get as many out as possible before it's too late. Oh. Is that too morbid for Tony Bennett? I don't know how that his house is too morbid for Tony B. He's great. He's so low. He's like a lovable octogenarian teddy bear. Yeah, and he's wearing those like transitions lenses now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like an aviator transition. Yeah. That's when you know you're cool. <laughs> when you can pull those bad boys off. Right. Or or never pull them off. Wear them inside mm-hmm. and outside. Well, that's right. You don't want to expose the cataracts of direct UV light. <laughs> the conjuring. Mm-hmm. It looks like a white walker. Um, <laughs> poor Tony Bennett. Man, well, speaking of White Walkers, too. Oh, yeah. Tonight's episode was, I think. Don't even what? tell me. Okay. I'm okay. halfway through it. I literally oh. paused it to come talk to talk you. Talk to me. And oh, it was okay. like giving me the, the Game of Thrones. It takes a minute to warm up. But when it starts giving you stuff, it when starts, it starts giving you stuff. Boy. I mean, it keeps getting it keeps getting better. Christina Aguilera. <laughs> It really does. It, it, yeah. This this week's episode finally like big, big, huge payoffs. Yeah. And I'm not gonna spoil it, okay. but just continue after we talk. Yeah. And okay. then we can talk about it later. Okay. The Red Witch takes our amulet off. <laughs> oh Carisa. no. I'm Cancel sorry. my cable. Carisa. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel my subscription. No, HBO stop. Well, do you want to talk a little bit about Kim K and her GQ interview? Yeah. Now, who do we care? Yeah. Well, so real quick, I mean, okay, Kim Kardashian is butt ass naked again in GQ, which mm-hmm. it's like nobody needs that. We've done it, we've seen it. But I did enjoy that she took time out of her day to call Taylor Swift out for being a liar. And basically, gave us a little anecdote about the bamboozlement of the Kanye. Taylor diss song about how it all went down, right? Right, right. Okay, so what happened? Or what? what is Kim's side of the story? Or I guess Kim Ye's side of the story? Well, basically, as we all know, uh, Kanye West had his crazy bonkers art project album Life of Pablo that he released early this year. And on that album was the song Famous in which he called Taylor Swift that bitch and took credit for her for making her famous. Um, 
Anyway, so Taylor went big at the Grammys and in her speech, clapped back at Kanye saying that she's a self-made superstar, basically, and that he can't take credit and, and call her out her name for, like, she got here on her own. Do you remember when Kerry Washington hosted SNL? <laughs> and she was like Miss Uganda in the uh, Miss Universe pageant. Yes. Wait, what was she saying? Wait, what she was, was her? Like, what is this? <laughs> this is not right. Why is she? What are they? Who is he? How is she? When are we? Uh, Miss Uganda, it's not your turn exactly. How are they? When is she? Who is what? What is where? What is how? Okay, well, uh, you just, you have to wait your turn, you see, because... I get here on my own. No more bread bands for me. I keep dressed. I keep dressed. Okay. Miss Uganda, everyone. Uh, Taylor Swift gave the Miss Uganda acceptance speech for her Grammy. And Kim Kardashian... (laughs) (laughs) told GQ uh, that she's a liar and that she approved the the song and that she was pretending to be offended when it came out in February and that she totally approved that. uh, And there was a huge conference call about it because Rick Rubin was on the call, Kanye and Kim and Taylor's camp, and everyone was all in, in on the joke. Right. And she's saying that there's video footage of it because apparently Kanye is filming everything he does because he's making some sort of magnum opus documentary. Mm-hmm. So not only is she saying that there are witnesses on the conference call, but that there are... But she's got receipts. She's got receipts in the form video of videotape. Uh, and that Taylor Swift's camp, of course, is up in arms because they're like, that footage can never come out because it is legal in California to record people without their consent. Um, but anyway, she's right. saying Taylor's playing the victim. So the saga continues. It never ends with them. It never ends. <sighs> Like why? Like why are they just so intrinsically tied? You got to just cut it off at some point in time. But I guess it just kind of like fuels more of their like celebrity. That's the thing. It's all part of their celebrity strategy. Taylor Swift is never going to stop playing the victim. Just like she's like, you just got to just leave me alone and let me live my life. Just like she's mm-hmm. making out with Tom Hiddleston or whatever that guy's name is in Maui talking about, can I just live? We were in Maui on a private beach and the paparazzi found me. Because mm-hmm. you probably invited them, Taylor Swift. I see yeah. right through your your platinum bangs. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on? <laughs> well, so can she because that job looks like those <laughs> follicles are done. Yeah, they're done. She, yeah. They gave her the Tilda Swinton. And she that's not Becky it. with the good hair. That's Becky with the burnt, burnt hair. Right. She got those glass noodles now. You got to be careful with that peroxide. It's true. She might have to shave it to the root. What does Taylor Swift look like with a bald well, head? She got a little peanut head. Well, that's my guess. I, I mean, I, she doesn't have an amber rose <laughs> under there. Like, she probably has a teeny tiny peanut head. It's like a little... <laughs> But well, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, there's a reason why she's rocking that do. <laughs> what are you saying? Is punishment? The red oh. witch cast a spell on her. <laughs> someone, yeah, someone put a put a hex on her. Hmm. Maybe Kanye put roots on her. <laughs> Maybe that's the only root she has because it is dyed down to the you. There is no you can't see any not any a single black, root. Yeah, that's in that scalp. Yeah, she went platinum. But I blame Anna Wintour for that. Like Anna was like, okay, you need to go a little more edgy. You're hosting the Met Ball. We're gonna give you like this like Kurt Cobain glam grunge look. And so you know, I, I'm I I think that she's probably not in love with this look either. She's probably, trying to grow it She out. got pranked by Anna Wintour. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. She got a crank yanked. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Oh, well. We'll, we'll, we'll be continuing to monitor this, this drama between the two of them. I, sure. I mean, more as the go? story unfolds. Where, where does the story end, though? We'll find out all about it on her next album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we care about Zoe Saldana clapping back? Well, you know, I'm kind of proud of her for kind of coming back and giving giving a little piece of her mind. Sure. About a the whole very little piece. Uh, and I feel like too little too late. That movie came out two months ago. Yeah, why was she so radio silent until now? Yeah. I have who, no like, idea. Who was she being interviewed by? Uh, Allure magazine. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe because now the new the 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 Star Trek they're they're probably starting to do promo for Star Trek the next Star Trek and so this is one of the first opportunities where she has been interviewed right. by a magazine so that kind of makes sense. Also, speaking of Star Trek, did you hear about um, Anton Yelkin? I know this was like the worst news ever this morning. That was yeah, so that, I mean, that's sad. Just so it's just a baby. Yeah, and a freak really, really accident. Tragic. Yeah, uh, I don't really want to talk about it, but that was sad. Um, wait, we were talking about something, and I wanted to talk about talking oh about Zoe clapping back. No, we were talking, we were about, talking something about something, and then I was like, "Oh, we should talk really quickly." Oh, you were talking about PBS documentary. Was I? Or there's something about PBS, or was there something about a documentary? Oh, well, Kanye was filming a documentary. Oh yeah, Kanye was filming his documentary. What about yeah. that? No, well, you know, apparently. We can save our coins because Hamilton is being recorded for PBS for a special documentary. Now, we're not going to get the entire show, but you know they're going to give us a little tasted samples of what they're working with on the Broadway stage. Can I say I still don't care? (laughs) Can I say that? I don't care. I I don't want to see it. Let me tell you, I don't care either. Like, what is the big deal? But then I'm like, okay, listen, I have to, like, can we, let's listen to a song now. Come on. We got to do this. We got to do this because we have to know, we have to figure it out. Okay. We have, to, we have to like unlock the key because everyone's so hyped about it. I, I, I honestly have no They said this kid is insane, man. Took up a collection just to send him to the mainland. Get your education. Don't forget from whence you came. And the world's going to know your name. What's your name? Alexander Hamilton My name is Alexander Hamilton And there's a million things I haven't done But just you wait, just you wait When he was ten, his father split full of it Dead ridden two years later See Alex and his mother bedridden half dead Sitting in their own sick, the scent thick And Alex got better, but his mother went when I was in New York a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, should we enter the lottery to see Hamilton? Because There's a lottery know, for it. Every, well, the thing is, like, they were like nominated for 25 Tonys and like, okay, something, something's up here. But okay, number one, tickets are astronomical. Like, I don't even know how people go and see a Broadway show anymore. Right. How do they do it? It's, it's I saw crazy. somewhere that like, like orchestra tickets were going for like $14,000. That is insane. So instead you get, well, at least the really good thing about this show is that you can sign up for a lottery online. Like, I don't know 
I mean, what your odds are, because I'm sure like thousands of people just like log in and attempt to like sign up for the thing. And like, you know, your chances are like slim to nil. But at least you're not like standing out in the cold with like a bunch of Midwesterners like singing like the Hamilton tunes, like waiting and hoping that you're going to get in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. braving like the New York crowd to try to get like your your nosebleed section standing room only, only ticket for like fifteen dollars. It still all sounds like more trouble than it's worth. And unless there's some sort of reparations package that comes along that includes discounted tickets to Hamilton for black people, <laughs> I'm not interested today. Sorry. Maybe that'll be one of Obama's final executive actions. Yeah. That's right. Three tickets for Hamilton. Let that be like the next live musical event from NBC or CBS. Can you just do that in the fall so I can see it? Please, yeah. And like Please and forward through the dull parts. Um, because even but everyone's that, like, well, the thing is, is like, I guess everyone is tr- trying to get tickets to the final performances because he's leaving the cast after, I think, like July 9th. And then that main guy, the, right? Yeah, Lin, Lin Manuel. He's leaving. He's like the 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 creator and like the star. And he's leaving, and then two other like of the main cast members are leaving. I guess they're kind trying to you know. Where's foray. he going? I I don't know, but apparently I think he's going to be in this new Mary Mary Poppins movie. Like to be quite honest, I feel like the heat is about to cool off on him. So he's trying to strike while the iron's hot. I'll tell you where the heat cooled off for me on that one. Where? He won at the Tony Awards and gave that speech where he was like, love is love is love is love is love is love is love. Yeah. I'm afraid to say it, though. I think that your um, your internet meme crush is cooling off, too. I don't know if Jeremy Meeks is going to make it to that catwalk. <laughs> he can't even get out of the driveway right now, but I don't think he's going to make it to Paris. You know what? He I like, subscribed, walking. and followed to that Instagram account. Oh, my goodness. I don't think he's going to be walking any couture. Well, okay? no, it's because he can only get to the end of his driveway right now. He's under house right. arrest. I mean, he's wearing a wife beater and some Junko jeans right now, and that is about the closest thing to That's true. Dior he's going to get. I mean, that one mugshot he had a couple months ago that set the internet on fire. I mean, that mm-hmm. was a good, good, good headshot. Shot. That was a good headshot. But when you have an opportunity to see a couple different angles and a couple different looks, not all quite there. Oh, so you're, you're now you're turning the side eye. I'm just saying side eye to the whole thing. But still, mm-hmm. he's got like half a million uh, Instagram followers in just a couple days. Wow. I'm saying it can't but hurt to sign up. Really- I mean, like, what is he going to do? How can they capitalize off this? I can't even really imagine that. Like, I mean, you know what? Okay, I figured it out. What He's going to be on the next season of America's Next Top Model. That's the only. That's the only way that this can play out because nothing can really be. Like, he can't have like a legitimate career now because of like this like meme that took off, right? I think he can. Doing what? Uh... Is FUBU still a brand? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, because Maybe. that's his lane. Well, I was, I did talk, I had said Junko Jeans. I wasn't kidding. Right. I mean, like Sean John, he could do some Sean John ads. Rock Aware. Rock Aware feels too fancy. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Seems too fancy. So a FUBU, a FUBU. Yeah. For us, by us. Mm-hmm. Did you have any FUBU growing up? No, I didn't. Didn't. I grew mm. up in New Hampshire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they didn't carry that stuff in the the local Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe let's see. I don't know though. I feel like 
you know, his st- like it's 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 already faded. His like non-star star has faded. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Which one of them Jenners is a supermodel? Kylie, Kendall. Kendall. Where'd yeah. she come from? Well, she come from she came from the Kardashians, right? She's kind of an off. She's an off-brand Kardashian. She's got that dynastic thing happening, but she's basically a social media supermodel. That's if she true. can be a, a included in the pantheon of supermodels. Jeremy Meeks can be like a catalog model. That's true. He could do like a Sears, like yeah. He could do some shows in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. Brought up brother's that, hair show. Exactly. He's got to grow. He's got to grow he's, that. Right. He's got to grow the hair out. Yeah, because you can't cornrows. you can't like attach the helicopter weave to just like a bald pate, you know. He needs to grow out his hair, dye it platinum blonde, and get mm-hmm. those like ram horn kind of braids down the side of his those cornrows. Who was that? Mm-hmm. Who was that lady on this season <laughs> of Real Housewives of Atlanta? Tammy. Uh, oh, Tammy, the black Miley Cyrus. There you go. Mm-hmm. Black he, Miley. Black Miley. He. Could, I think if he could get a look together like that, he'd be big. Yeah, that whole season, that was like, she, I I hope they bring her back because she was really funny. You know that one episode where she brought like her nephew down to Florida with them or wherever they were. Right. And he got into it with um, Kenya Moore. Yeah. And then there was like a fight broke out. And then somehow she got knocked down. And she had like a, <laughs> she got knocked down, but she was still able to hold on to her Corona bottle. Right. But she was like, still like, like, like feigning unconsciousness. Right, and then she was gone for a couple episodes. She right. She turned up at but the Christmas she... party mm-hmm. with that same glass, that same bottle of Corona still in her hand. Happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, she was great. Hopefully they bring, hope her, bring back. her back. Because Nini's coming back. Really have... Who's coming back? Nini. Did you see that this week? She's not coming back with her old nose, though. No, she is not. And now no, we know why she situation. took the season off. To, to let the swelling go down. Right. I'm not mad at her, though. I saw it. It looks great. Hello? Is this going so <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm not you know, playing. This is like her second nose job, right? Because remember, in like season two or three, she went and had her nose done. Yeah, she had Bravo pay for it. She had Bravo pay for it. But, you know, unfortunately, that nose, well, it was like it, they took the nostrils down, but they didn't take the tip down. Like, it right. just got... It got a little bit snuffleupagusy. It was. It was. It so was like she, all nose, no nostril. It was a good starter nose. It was the same one Dwight got. <laughs> right? You mean Dwight? Dwight? Well, his first. I, I've never seen Dwight's first nose. I don't think any of us <laughs> saw think, Dwight's <laughs> first nose. <laughs> it was just Mr. Potato Head right out the gate. No, Dwight? Did you he, mean Dwight? The party planner Dwight? Yeah, party planner. Planner Dwight. I mean, we, did he even Dwight get a nose job, or did he just get like fillers in his cheeks? No, no, no. Dwight thing. got like Dwight's on like his tenth nose job. Right. In fact, I think he went on botched last season and got it redone. Oof. Because he couldn't breathe or something, like there was like cartilage blocking a nostril, something crazy. Sure. And then some sort of like dr- dramatic arc was interjected into the story in order for him to be on the show, and you know, anyway. Nene looks great, I think. It is an improvement, and it needed to be fixed. Okay. And so you can see... Well, she's going to be on, actually, this summer as well, on that new ABC, or not the new ABC show, but the reboot of To Tell the Truth with Betty White. Betty White don't... Betty doesn't have time for Nene. Nene League should not be allowed anywhere near Betty White. Yeah. Betty's got to eat, too. Betty's eating just fine. She's okay. 
You think that Golden Girl money is still happening for her? Yes. I think that Golden Girl's money is long for her. I think that Mary Tyler Moore money is long for her. I think she's probably still got that $10,000 pyramid money. Betty White mm-hmm. has been on TV since the first day of TV. She is right, okay. Right, like the dawn of television. She's yeah. doing all right. Well, she's back, and she'll be on to tell, tr- to tell the truth as well with, with Nini, her nose, hmm. and everybody else. Interesting. Are they going to tell mm-hmm. the truth about her nose? Does she have? You to- know, I think she actually recorded. That's the thing. That's 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 the catch. That's oh. a gotcha. They she recorded it. I think some of it before she got this new nose. Yikes. Because, well, she actually was on What's What Happens Live a couple days ago, and a caller called in and put her on Front Street and was like, what's up with this? Is this is this real or not? Did she is come out real? with it? And she came out with it. Good for her. Yeah, she she was, like, really forthright about it. Let me tell you what she said. Hold on a second. While I yeah, because you, you don't want to be on the wrong side of those before and after pictures. Trying to pull one over on everybody. Well, the tip of her nose was on the wrong side of that first job. <laughs> like it was over. Like that's one that that's one of the things like that she was complaining about. She was like, when I smiled, the tip of my nose like hit the tip of my top. <laughs> wow. She said, when I smiled, like the tip of my nose hit the top of my lip or something like that. And that's she by Chandra is she by Sheree's thing. Well. So basically the caller asked like if she had gotten the nose done or not. And she said, yes, I had my nose done again because it was a real medical reason why I had to get it done again. My cartilage was growing in my nose okay. and the tip of my nose was touching my lip when I smiled. <laughs> sure. Okay. And she goes on to say, medical emergency. Yeah, she said she goes on to say I didn't have a full rhinoplasty the first time. I only had my nostrils taken in for the first time. This time she got the cartilage moved around. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah. She just had her nostrils taken in. Like mm-hmm. who Who thinks that's a good idea? Yeah, like to doctors just like address let's the nostrils. Bring, like let's not even think about maintaining any sort of like symmetry or proportion. Let's just take the nostrils from a ten to a one and see what happens. And see what happens and see where we go with this. There's no way it'll look more bulbous than it already mm-hmm. does. Not at all. This not should at all. solve all your problems. Yeah. I mean you just come out looking like a bobo bobo bird. Right. A dodo bird? A dodo, a dodo bird. Dodo bird. But she looked like a bobo bird. Take those well, nostrils was, in, and then next stop, giant teeth. Well, I give her a round of applause because I think she looks great. She was forthcoming about the whole thing, and there you go. She's got some money now. So she, she, the, the thing is, she was working with a Bravo, you know, Bravo production budget. So, right. She's That's she's just happy she didn't come out looking like Latoya, right, or even Ashley Tisdale. Oh. Um, See, never heard from again. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week.